0: I'm Chantal Ambrose. I am a dentist and I host a podcast that shares the highs and the lows of the most resilient healthcare businesses. I interview the movers and the shakers of healthcare who courageously push boundaries. So whether you're a startup or needing a push in the right direction, a family business or just looking for mentorship, join us. And today we're talking to an absolutely inspirational, magnificent vision creator. She's been able to do so much. So she's qualified from the University of Pretoria. She's the past president of the Ghateng South Branch of South African Dental Association. Um, She's the immediate past president and international liaison of Pedodontic Society of South Africa. And, you know, she has just recently become one of the leading women in dentistry by um, becoming involved in the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. So without further ado, it is my privilege to have Dr. Mariki weekly with us today.
1: Thank you for the honor. Um, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, well, so Mariki, you know, we've spoken over the years and um, I've always told you that I admire that you are able to, to put a vision in action. And when I go out and I speak to a lot of people that have just started dentistry or they're thinking of specializing and they're not getting a post and they're becoming despondent, we would love to know from you, how do you get that dream to become a reality? Do you have any tips for anyone that's in that position of how am I going to get there? Yes. I think first of all, it's
1: important to always write down your dreams. So, you know, a dream starts obviously in your head and you fantasize and you, and I visualize, I think in, in pictures. So since I can remember when I started with dentistry, I wanted to build a children's hospital for dentistry or just for children. And, um, I actually had a, a friend then that's an architect. And I asked him to draw this vision for me. So he drew um, on a on a poster uh, a picture of what I want my practice to look like on the inside. And he also drew the hospital that I had in mind. And that was literally um, 30 years ago or so. It was a long time ago. And um, then things just start forming in your mind. But I think if you don't write it down and, and focus on, on this and think about it, 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 it really doesn't come into reality. So, what I suppose, what I suggest is that um, when you have a dream, is to write down everything. I've, I've looked back in my journals from years ago and I saw what I wrote down. And um, it, it actually, lots of those dreams came into realization because what I also did is I set goals to it and I set timelines and deadlines. And even in times where I was really very down and depressed, and you know, life happens, all of us. I kept on thinking about this is what I really want, and uh, always I thought about it. And then I looked at my picture, and uh, also, also, I did make up my practice. Um, I did murals and things from the beginning to focus on that dream. So, but it took many years for that to actually happen. Uh, So. You know, I think the most important thing is to write these things down, and then to focus on it, to visualise it, and then it becomes part of your, part of who you are, and things just come. You you meet people, uh, you see things. Um how I got to the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital is through a lovely, lovely young dentist, um, Dr. Londiwe Maboye. She's uh, got a practice called Kids Dental Home, and she asked me if I would join her there. So it's not that I had built the hospital or anything. In the end, I didn't build the hospital, got in other plans with me. But um, I, I did have a chance to work in this amazing hospital. So things don't always work out exactly the way you dream it. But when, when I saw that I, I'm able to work there, it was like, wow, this
0: is amazing. Yeah, well, congratulations on it. You know, I see, I know there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happens before you even get to that point in time. And for a lot of our listeners that don't know, um, it's really quite a unique um, offering that you have at the hospitals. Um, So what kept you going? And tell us what it is specifically that is quite unique about your offering there. So, you know, definitely. You always start in very small
1: step. And as I said, you know, when my kids were younger, um, they're twenty nine and twenty five now. So you know, time is a little more. Um, it's a bit more possible for me to do things. But even when they were little, I just focused on little things. So, um, for instance, I started um, a study group here on the West Ring, and then it went to um, outreach projects where uh, we. I went where we went to see children that are in um underprivileged areas and that led to the outreach project of um the Now South African Association of Theatric Dentistry. So it started very small, but I just always felt I have to do something. And um, then we saw, I always saw a lot of children and it's also a passion. So this passion, when I see a child in my dental chair, it's just as if it's, I'm in a different world. I'm I'm in my happy place. Um, So at the hospital, Dondiwi has a mobile clinic there and mobile um, truck that she parks there. And um, we have the opportunity then to see the kids from, from the hospital that come there. It, it's really amazing that the hospital was built out um, a dental department. So it's really um, unique of Londiwe to to be there um, because there's a huge need. And I think that's the one thing that I would like to continue doing is to advocate um, children's dentistry because people just don't realize how important it is. So I think that's the uniqueness of what we do as, as dentists
0: and as pediatric dentists. I I think that you have pioneered a number of different things and especially pediatric health in South Africa. And I know that you serve on a number of different boards and you've had former roles, you have current roles, but tell us a little bit about the, your role in IAPD and what you've been able to accomplish there with pediatric health.
1: Yeah. So um, when I took over from my one mentor, so of course, in life, you have to have a lot of mentors, and I'm so privileged to have many. Um, so, Dr. Janet Gritzman was one of my mentors. When I took over from her um, in 2017 as the president of the, the then Pedodontic Society, Society, uh, we were asked to put in a bid uh, to host the International Conf- Congress of the IAPD, the International Association of Pediatric Dentistry in South Africa. So we took on that challenge and um, I went to Chile. I presented there. I don't think I even knew what I was doing and what I was letting myself in for, but that was the start then. Um, They then asked me to uh, go onto one of their committees. And then after that, I was appointed as a board member. Um, It's very unique because Africa is not well represented um, worldwide really in pediatric dentistry so it, it was amazing to be able to be representative of nations then on the board of the IPD for four years. My term just ended but uh, my, I'm continuing as the, um, the chairperson for the we won the bid to host the conference of the IPD then in 2025 in Cape Town So it will be a busy time until then, but the world is coming to us and it's going to mean so much for South Africa and for Africa and just for people to realize that in Africa we have special problems, different problems, and that we're a unique continent. And um, that is where I see my role is to to make the world aware of what we need in in our amazing um,
0: continent of Africa. We have had obstacles and we don't often talk about obstacles. I find that with leadership, we, we get to talk about the things that go well, but the things that don't go well is not really something that we, we can advise people about. And the whole aim of the show is to try to get people who are in the mode of Trying to be bigger, trying to get their dreams realized in dentistry and beyond in healthcare. To think about what is it that they're going to be needing to overcome? Yes, I
1: think, um, not only for, um, especially for women, but also, you know, everyone struggles with time and with energy. I think our biggest challenges are that we want to do things, but we, there's only so much time and we only have so much energy. And, um, I, I have been through difficult times where I had no energy and I still had a dream, but you just, you just struggle a bit. There's times where you are not strong. There are times where you wake up and you feel, um, that this is a day that you really don't know how you will almost get through it. But what always, um, kept me going was the fact that, um, I knew I have a passion and I knew that um, it, it's necessary, it's needed, that I'm needed in the world. And to me, that was very important, is to know that I can make a difference. That always kept me going. But I did reach a point, and I think there are many, many of us in the medical profession, and this is where I would like to extend a kind warning, is that um, there is something called compassion, fatigue, and burnout. I didn't know this word until um, I stumbled upon it. Um, in in my own capacity, um, I was, you know, got burned out, and it's almost as if you li- you lose your compassion for your passion. And to me, that was the worst thing ever, because I, as I say, I literally live my passion. My job is my passion. And when I didn't have that every day, I was devastated. But there are definitely a lot of help out there. And I then learned about compassion fatigue and burnout. And I try and warn all the the youngsters that I mentor and that's on the committees, please do not burn yourself out. Because uh, even though we want to move and shake the world, we need to be with our family. We need to definitely spend more time with ourselves. We need hobbies. Uh, we need to focus on a f- being balanced and a full human being. Otherwise, um, being burned out is not a good place to be. It takes long to get out of it. Um, I can also say that I did get out of it and I had a lot of support. And that is what you need. You need support. And there are people out there that will support you. Um, if there's anyone that needs help, um, I mean, I am there. I know I've been there and, um, you, you can get out of it and, you know, just time yourself and be more balanced and love yourself more and look after yourself, your family, your friends. Um, that
0: is, yeah. that is very important. Um, yes. So thank you for touching on, on those aspects and knowing that there's some help out there and knowing that there are words attached to the feelings we have. It's not just me having a bad day or you having a bad day. In in my experience and for all of the most wonderful people that I've I've been able to interview so far, um, people talk about magic team. And they talk mm. about I've not been able to do it on my own, that I've just been guided to meet some of the most incredible people and they've joined my team and they, they are my support system. Now, would you have any advice? How do you choose this magic team?
1: Yes, I think I am really privileged to have met the most amazing people all over the world. But, um, the ones I really that closest to my heart are the ones here in South Africa. We have amazing young people and, um, with such great talents. So what I've always done is I've realized early in life that I have quite a lot of, oh, I have a few weaknesses, one being admin, another one being maybe not as organized as some other people. So what I did is I I have a God-given talent, um, I believe, to, to meet people and to network with people and just to, to listen to them and to really care about them. And then it's important to know what your own talents are and what you what you lack in your team. So, for instance, our president of the society now is so well organized, and she just got us on this very organized path, which is something I would not have been able to do. But um, it's important to choose people that are enthusiastic, that, that want, that has the same passion. But then... They all have different talents, and that amazes me um, to see how people develop as leaders in, in a position where they put in, and they use their talents. And so if I don't know any something about a topic or I know I'm not good in a certain area, I look for someone that is, that's an expert in that area, that enjoys doing that. And in the end, you get a passionate team full of talented individuals. That each has their own strong points, um, that, and that makes the ideal team, I believe.
0: Well, thank you for that. I, um, I have been hearing over the week people talk about how they manage, um, negative aspects within a team. So just in Mm -hmm. practices and, you know, how teams come together, you choose these individuals and in their own light, when you meet them, They they are absolutely amazing, and then it turns out that when they work in the team that you've allocated them, that sometimes they can't work at their maximum light. How do you manage that? Yes, I mean that's definitely a reality in
1: life. Uh, We're also very strong personalities, you know, dentists. We're all very individual, so it is a challenge. Um, To me, it's it's a privilege. Um, I love the challenge because. I think you know if you can listen to every person and um I'm I seem to be a good mediator as well um if there is um some a dispute I can I can stand away from the situation and then um hear what everyone says and then I can um get in there so I think it takes some leadership skills uh, to get into a situation like that And also there is definitely differences and we, we have to talk through it. And I think for, um, up to now, the, um, our society has really been able to do that. Even internationally, there's a lot of different cultures. There's a lot of different ways of doing things. And, um, that, that is a challenge, but what I find uh, works well is to give everyone a chance to say what they say. What they want to say, put a timeline and a deadline on it, and then um, to cool down and maybe come back for another meeting or talk about it again until we're all on the same page. Um, I hope that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, so your leadership style then is something where you really believe in collaboration and consensus. We we get to 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 see aspects of you. But who is Mariki Weekly that goes home? And what do you do for your social life?
1: Yes, well, I must say um I have two kids. My son is 29 and my daughter is 25. And I have a very loving, caring husband, which is truly a blessing. And at home, I love to just, we love a lot. We love to be outside. So we love hiking, being in outdoors. Um, we used to live on a farm where we had horses. So outdoors is really our thing. And we also have a big family which is wonderful. Uh so get together with our family is very important and then to get together with special friends. I think that is definitely the most important thing. And okay. at home I'm just I also love reading. Um I do some piano playing and I really try and relax and um Just be with my family and, you know, spend time with them because that is really, really important.
0: Okay. So I have to ask, um, you have so much of, of, um, experience in the dental field and, um, not only nationally, but internationally. Are we keeping up with the trends, the international trends here? I can mainly speak for pediatric
1: dentistry, but I can tell you that, um, in our curriculum, You know, I think we are really on par with the world. I'm very proud to be South African. I think we do a lot of pediatric dentistry much more than other countries do sometimes in their pre graduate um education. I feel that we are innovative. I feel that we are right on top with technology. I think really that we can be proud to be South Africans. Um I am proud to be South African and to say that we are on top um, with most of the technology, with um, materials, we really are in a very good position, and I'm, I'm sure that the youngsters today will keep it that way, because um, we are looking at technology. We are, we have to work with technology, and I can see that this is the way the industry is going, even in pediatric dentistry. And we are definitely um, in the right spot. And our, our new leaders are taking us there as well. So I feel very positive about dentistry in
0: South Africa. Well, that's fantastic. So, Mariki, at the end of every show, I, I ask really quick questions. One, I call them one-word wonders, um, just with a single word, just with a single sentence. So um, right. your daily stress reliever is?
1: Uh, coming home and um, yeah, you know, having coffee with my husband and playing with my dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic! And um, worst advice that you ever did take in business. Hmm. The worst advice. Yeah, I should
1: I should be with patience and not. I I was in a CEO position for a few years a more an administrative position and that wasn't me so i have okay. to see patients
0: okay so where do you see yourself in 5 years well i see myself
1: as a mentor and definitely as an advocate for pediatric dentistry
0: definitely what's the best advice you could give anybody it's very important to live To live your passion and
1: to dream and to to live out your dreams. Very important.
0: Finally, my last one-minute wonder is, what are you most proud of?
1: Well, you know, when you have kids, you're the most proud of your children. So I'm the most proud of my two kids that really are amazing and doing their own things. And it's just making us proud. That is what I'm really, really proud of. And also, I have a lot of, um, students and people that I mentor, and I'm so proud of them becoming these amazing people, um, in their own place. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like seeing your children grow up, uh, to see people that you mentor, um, become who they're supposed to be.
0: Thank you for sharing all of that inspiration, all of those tips. For anyone that actually wants to eventually get to the point of making their dreams come true. covered starting up and how to turn your vision into a business. And in our future episodes, we look at leadership, we look at multi-practice success. I'm grateful for you and I would love to hear your ideas. What questions do you need answered? Please drop me a mail at behindasmile too. At gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and remember, you are heard, you are seen, and on this platform, you are invited. Let's make it happen together.